want to take us on a journey for a few moments uh, and just see what the Lord does in our presence this morning. John chapter 14, verse number 27, we read the following. It says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Let me read that part again. It says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for the promises that we find within it. And Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness today. Lord, I pray for the next few moments you would anoint this vessel uh, to teach and to preach your word. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would be present in this room, that we would not just hear with our ears, but our hearts and our spirit man would be open in such a manner that we would receive that which you would have for today in Jesus name amen amen you may be seated this morning thank you for honoring the word of the Lord this morning our scripture is found in John 14 verse number 27 and our subject today for a few moments is going to be simply this living in his peace living in his peace how many knows that there's all kinds of stuff going on in our world today there is all kinds of noise that's taking place. Uh, there is all kinds of opposition uh, when it comes uh, to nearly every area of life. But in my opinion, one of the greatest gifts, if not the greatest gift outside of the gift of salvation and the gift of the Holy Spirit to you and I as men and women of faith is this, that he would give us his peace. Can I tell you today, we know the basic definition of the word peace is freedom from disturbance or tranquility is a word that we could use to describe peace this morning. But some would say that the best definition for peace would be something like the following, and that is peace is a stress-free state of security and calmness that comes when there's no fighting or war, everything coexisting in perfect harmony and freedom. How many says that sounds pretty good, right? But this morning we know this. Uh, while that sounds wonderful, we are aware this morning of the truth, and that truth is that we live in a fallen world, which means there will always be on some level opposition, conflict taking place in our lives and in the world around us. However, with Christ this morning, there is a peace that one can have that goes far beyond that which man is able to describe. It is a peace that passes all understanding this morning. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through verse number 7, we read these words. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds 
through Christ Jesus. This peace that we're talking about this morning, please hear me, it is obtainable by all those who will put their faith and trust in him. Isaiah 26 and 3 tells us this, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Can I tell you today, if there's ever been an hour in which we need to teach men and women to put their faith and trust in God and him alone, it is now. Because when we look around what's going on in our world, we know this, it is becoming more evil. It's becoming more disruptive all around us. It seems like it intensifies day after day. And please hear me. It is the will of God for you and I to live not just in any peace, but his peace. May I ask the question today is what is our minds fixed upon? This is the key that we find. We know this, that it says, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. It's really easy to become distracted today. When you turn on your avenue of news or how whatever device you may use, uh, even over the last several hours, the last 48, 72 hours, we find that we are inching ever so close to a worldwide war once again. We see there is there is those that is pushing the envelope in every avenue. We, we are on the verge of experiencing a world that we have never known, most of us in this room. We could go back and talk about the Great Depression and most of the individuals that's went through that. They are now, uh, they've taken their last breath here and they've already stepped in, into eternity. There's just a handful of them left. Uh, but they can tell you the story of what it is to not have any food on the table and they can tell you of the difficulties of not having jobs and security uh, they can tell you the stories about reading in the newspapers of that day of men that had everything that they thought they needed to wake up to find nothing and the heaviness of it and of that moment was so intense that they began to jump out of high-rise buildings in New York City and other places around this nation uh, because cause of the despair of the hour. We have never known that, but can I tell you this morning, uh, we are quickly approaching a season such as that. I don't say that to disturb you, but I, I say that to you to let you realize that our abundance does not mean that it's always going to be there, but we find that there's many things that's happening around the globe. We are no longer uh, separated in the manner that we have been in seasons past, but we now are in, engaged with what we would call a global economy. Uh, and therefore, what happens here affects over there. But what happens there also affects here. And can I tell you that in recent days, the report tells us that, you know, 15% of the shipping industry has been disrupted because of the unrest in the Red Sea. And can I tell you that we don't produce much in this country anymore, but everything comes this way. Way. So what am I saying uh, is when you wake up in the morning, you're not guaranteed that tomorrow's going to look like today. Uh, can I tell you uh, that there are some things that's changing? Uh, I know you have plans and that's wonderful. I know you may have big ideals. That's wonderful. Uh, pursue it. Run after it. Uh, but at the same time, there is a chance uh, that the world begins to look much differently uh, in the days ahead. Uh, can I tell you? 
there is so much uh, uh, there is so much appetite for power uh, and authority that men and women will stop at nothing uh, to get what they want uh, and they don't care if they have to step on you and me they don't care if they have to disrupt our lives uh, but what I want you to understand this morning uh, that we have to understand that there is a peace uh, that passes all understanding uh, because when you start listening uh, whether you're listening to CNN Fox News MSNBC uh, Newsmax doesn't matter where you get it uh, they all have a spin and they all have an agenda and they're all wanting you to know what they want you to know but no matter which angle you're taking it from can I tell you uh, there is days of disruption in front of us uh, and it is easy for you when you begin to listen to it uh, it begins to suck you in like an addiction you got to have more and you want to hear more of this and you want to hear more of that uh, but the more of that you put in uh, the more unsettled you become in your spirit I believe in being informed uh, but please hear me uh, if you and I are going to identify as the children of the most high God uh, we have to understand uh, that we are just pilgrims passing through uh, we uh, yes I, I'm thankful that I get to say that I am a citizen uh, of the United States of America I'm thankful for my homeland uh, I'm thankful for the freedom that I have uh, but other than that uh, I have to tell you that I am a citizen of heaven first uh, and I know this uh, that I'm a spirit man uh, that is living in a temporal fleshly body uh, and even though uh, there is going to be trying days and difficulties that we do not like to talk about uh, I can tell you I cannot allow the what-ifs uh, and the uncertainties of our day uh, to take my peace uh, but I have to learn how to stand steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord uh, and knowing this uh, if he brings me to it uh, he will bring me through it uh, and therefore uh, I am not going to sit and wring my hands today and say oh what are we going to do uh, I tell you what we got to do uh, we got to lift up our hands uh, and proclaim that Jesus Christ is still uh, the first and the last uh, we have to stand and decree and declare to a generation uh, that it's not about fame it's not about fortune uh, but it is about having a divine relationship with the king of kings and lord of lords uh, this generation uh, doesn't need to hear a story uh, but it needs to have an encounter with the god that we're talking about this morning uh, when i was lost he found me uh, when i was down he picked me up uh, when i was sick he healed me uh, when i didn't have a way uh, he made a way uh, when everything said it's over uh, he stood up and said get ready uh, i will take you by the hand uh, can i tell you there is a peace this morning you can have this peace is so important to him the first conversation that Jesus had after his resurrection with his disciples in a gathering uh, is this about peace. Uh, in John chapter 20, verse number 19, uh, it says it was the same day at evening time. Uh, it was the first day of the week. Uh, the doors were shut and the disciples were assembled. Notice this. Uh, they were assembled for fear of the Jews. Uh, and Jesus comes, uh, steps in the midst of them, and he says to them, peace be unto you. Now, Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm not even going to pick on these guys because they had a reason to be fearful. These men found themselves in a season of great uncertainty. 
They had just walked with this man for three and a half years. They had left everything, followed after him. And then by all accounts, they had a real reason to be full of uncertainty and unrest. Because the one that they had followed, they had just saw him be brutally crucified. And everybody around knew they'd been hanging out with him. And therefore, I'm sure in their mind, they was traumatized to the level of this. Are we next? Because all accounts, they would be. But in the midst of this great uncertainty, we find that he steps in and says, peace be unto you. Which brings me to this truth. The need for the Holy Spirit in our lives has never been greater than now. For it is the Spirit that reveals to us the words of God. Please hear me. It has always been the desire of Jesus to reveal himself and that which he is and that which he possesses to you and I. And you and I can find in John chapter 16, verse 32 and 33. Jesus is speaking, and this is what he says. He says, Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that you shall be scattered, every man to his own, and you shall leave me alone, and yet I will, yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. But notice this, these things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. You missed a good place to shout right there. To further validate this statement, let's look at the following. Upon the birth of John, anybody remember John in Scripture? The forerunner of Christ. John is identified as the prophet of the highest. By the power of the Holy Spirit... On the day he was conceived, his father is standing present, and they're all trying to figure out what this kid's name is going to be. And his father, who had not been able to speak for a nine-month period of time, begins to write down and simply says, his name is John. And they said, but there's nobody in your lineage named John. But then his mouth is released, and this is what John's father said in Luke chapter 1, 76 through 79. He says, And thou, child, talking about John, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, Notice this, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. It is Christ's primary goal in such a manner that he assigned to John, who was the prophet of the highest, Part of his assignment was not just to talk about the remissions of sin, but it was you have to take these people and lead them into the place where they understand that their feet can walk in a path that is a way of peace.
May I ask the question to you this morning? What pathway are you walking? Is the path that you currently own, it is a path of peace and tranquility. It is a path of rest. Or is it a path where there's all kinds of noise going on in your life? I've referenced this often through the years, but I feel like I should reference it in this moment right now. And you will find that when Solomon began to build the great temple, you will find that when you begin to read of its construction, there was no sound of brass. There was no sound of the clinging of hammers. But everything was prepared before it got there. And you could say it this way, Solomon's temple was the first prefab building that was ever built. There was no swinging of hammers. There was no cutting of things there. It was already prepared. What I'm saying is this, is when the Lord ordains for something to be built, it is not filled with noise, but it is filled with peace. So what is this peace that Jesus has to give to us? Notice, it is a peace that remains in you forever, irrespective of your situation. Proverbs, uh, Philippians, rather, chapter 4, verse number 11, verse number 12, Paul says this, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. He said, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. What he's simply saying is this, you name it, I've experienced it. But no matter what I've experienced, I have walked with the peace of God because I know that he is with me. Please hear me this morning. This peace, it quenches every trouble even before they come. The original Greek word for peace that is found in this passage of Scripture, its basic meaning is this, is to join or to set up one again. While its everyday use basically re-references quietness or rest. But can I tell you, I'm reminded of a passage in the Old Testament where it says that we are to wait upon the Lord and he will renew our strength. But to wait, when you go back to the original form of that word wait in that passage, it means to be like a three-stranded cord joined together in such a manner that you are one. It is when we yield our lives to him this morning and become one with him that his peace becomes our peace. The power of this peace cannot truly be explained. But notice with me how this peace really is obtainable for you and I today. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6, man, I'm going to get it done. Give me 10 more minutes. Is that all right? Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. 
upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with the justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. We see those who came before us that have experienced this peace. I'm going to mention a few names that you're probably familiar with if you've been around the church world any length of time at all. But let me tell you today, these are not fictional characters. These are not just superhuman beings, but it's normal men and women just like you and I. But Daniel, because he experienced this peace, he was able to sleep in a lion's den. Three Hebrew boys uh, was able to dance in a furnace of fire. Can I tell you, Peter slept in the prison when everybody else was distraught. Uh, Paul and Silas worshipped in the midnight hour. John on the Isle of Patmos was able to get in the spirit on the Lord's day. Not to mention those that even after such things uh, even walked the plank to their death. Uh, because of the relationship that they had with Christ. Uh, while they were haunted by, hated by the world, persecuted by the world, and eventually even killed by the world, they had such a peace uh, that they left this world uh, with a song on their lips and a shout uh, from their lungs. Can I tell you this morning, you and I have access to peace. They didn't accomplish what they accomplished, those that was before us, because of a superhuman element. I saw a thing on a news article yesterday. They have created some kind of backpack that you can put on, and it's supposed to help give you superhuman strength. And it says it will help you to do things that you normally cannot do. At 50 years old, that just sounds too dangerous to me because I'll have to wake up the next morning and feel everything it tried to help me do. But I'm telling you, I don't need a backpack that somebody has created to have peace. All I have to do is go back to the fundamentals of the faith and go back to a place called Calvary and realize that with his blood... With the ultimate sacrifice, there has been something purchased for me. Please hear me. Paul gives us these words, and I'm getting ready to close shortly. In Romans chapter 8, verse number 35 through 37, he said, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is Christ Jesus our Lord. Let me put it to you this way. If nothing is able to separate us from him, then it reveals to us that no matter what we may have to face, it is not able to take our peace, for he is our peace. And therefore, I need to tell someone today that the way that you're living is not how God has planned for you to live. 
If you are upside down and distressed uh, and you say, I just don't know how I'm going to make it through tomorrow, listen, uh, you need to hit the pause button on your life this morning and say, that is not what God has ordained for me. Uh, but because I am in Christ and Christ is in me, uh, there is a peace that I can have uh, and it doesn't matter what I face. It doesn't matter what may come my way. Uh, I can stand and know this, uh, that the one that delivered me yesterday will deliver me today. Uh, and if he sees fit to give me tomorrow, uh, I can stand with confidence and know uh, that no weapon formed against me will prosper. Can I tell you, we are not going to limp out of here into eternity. Uh, but the church of Jesus Christ is going to leave this place uh, in, a, in a shout of triumph. Uh, and we will forever be with the Lord. Uh, it doesn't matter what the enemy may say. Uh, it may bring death to this physical body. Uh, but can I tell you, uh, that man is not able to really kill us uh, because we are alive in Christ. Uh, and this spirit man will live forever somewhere uh, can I tell you I will stand and rejoice today uh, because the peace of God uh, is lets me lay my head down at night uh, it lets me get up of the morning uh, it lets me know that even though it may be difficult at times uh, I can stand and know uh, that I'm not alone and the peace of God is there due to the fact that you and I have this opportunity Know this, we have to go back to what the prophet Isaiah said. He says, that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. David found himself in a place where evil was all around him. Can I tell you, we're in a place where evil's all around us. It was in that moment that he realized what he needed to do if he was going to be able to have any sanity and any peace in his life. I want you to give you just a little bit of that this morning as they get ready to come to the music today. In Psalms 57, you find these words. David is writing, he says, Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me. For my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire. Even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me into the midst whereof they are fallen themselves. Selah. Get this. My heart is fixed. Oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. I want to ask you this morning, can you truly, without reservation, say, verse 7, my heart is fixed, O oh God. My heart is fixed. I will sing 
and give praise. If there is a hesitation this morning about saying, well, I don't know if I can say my heart is fixed. Right? There's the problem of why you don't have peace. It's not because God doesn't want you to have it. But he says, I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. I understand this morning that there's stuff in life. Unexpected things happen. Things that will try to steal our joy, our peace, our hope. We go through uncertainties. We go through trials. We go through difficulties. We see evil abounding. We hear all of the noise in the world. But can I tell you, I have to live in his peace. If I don't, I'm going to be like an old tattered sail on an old ship. When the wind blows, I'm just flapping in every direction. And I just keep ripping and I keep tearing. And I become wounded. I become disabled. I I become a mess. But when I put my eyes and my heart towards him, and I say what David said, my heart is fixed, oh God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and I will praise Can I tell you, it makes the darkness begin to fade. Late last night, you all think I'm probably boring, but that's all right. I went and turned on and I watched the documentary of John Newton. Watched it multiple times, but the story's amazing. He was a man, a young boy that had been taught scripture but life began to happen and he began to think that God wasn't even real his story is from one spectrum to the other but in everything that transpired in his life he found himself in West Africa Chained with a chain, lying on a mat as a slave. Where are you, God? He was treated so cruel. He just lost his way and he... But the ending of a story is what he found when he come to know Christ as his personal savior he was able to sit down and he was able to pen amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost but now I'm found I once was blind but now I see it wasn't until he fixed his heart on Christ that he ever had peace the same for him is the same for you and I you could stand today and tell me that I prayed the prayer and asked the Lord to be Lord of my life in 1981 or 1971 it doesn't matter what year I celebrate that with you 
But my question to you today is this. Are you enjoying your journey? Are you walking in that path of peace? Or is there's always this stuff, all this noise, all this stuff always pulling, 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 pulling. Can I tell you, you got to make a decision. Especially going forward. There's some days ahead. It's going to be unsettling. There's some uncertainty in our future as a nation. There's some things that's going to look differently. And if you will allow it and give place to it the enemy will come and he will steal all your joy all your hopes all your dreams all your peace or you can be a man of God a woman of God that stands steadfast and say you know what I know in whom I have believed but also know that he has bought and paid for a peace that I can have doesn't mean I have to like what I walk through but it means when I'm walking through it there's a peace When I'm on the mountain, there's peace. When I'm in the valley, there's peace. Some of the hardest things that we've walked through in recent years with the passing of those that was so precious to us. Some of the hardest things that I've ever been faced to deal with, I found that there has been peace amongst all of it. Not just with my family but with your family we've had to walk through some hard things together but through it all when I felt like I couldn't do it and how am I going to do it how can I stand and do that how can I help in that manner how and it's just too much it's too hard there when I fixed my eyes back on him and I would find that every time his peace comes and settles down what I'm trying to tell you this morning is this it's not something you have to visit but it's something you can live in and if you and I could ever just get there it's then that our lives become this burning illuminating light to the world around us but God loves you so much this morning please hear this preacher He doesn't want you to walk through this life here even though it's just a vapor. He don't want you to walk through this life here in turmoil and distress. He wants you to walk through this life with peace. That doesn't mean you don't have to face some things, but it means that whatever we face, He will give us the grace for the thing that we face there could be a peace this morning as we stand all over the house today I wonder this morning can you honestly say today that you have his peace I'm not asking if you're saved this morning. I'm not asking if you're filled with the Spirit. Listen, that I'm, I'm not asking that this morning. But I'm asking, do you have His peace? Are you walking? Are you living in His peace? If 
you're under the sound of our voice and you have never surrendered your life to the Lord, I know you're not walking in his peace. But there's no time like the present today to do so. But I also know this today. You may have been following him for a long time. But the enemy comes in and gets us to try to believe this and hear that and look at this and focus on this and focus on that. And if we do that, we get our eyes off him. It begins to steal away our joy, our peace. The songwriter said this, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Can I tell you, there can be a blessed assurance. There can be an overwhelmingness of peace this morning in your life. You may be going through the fight of your life today, but you can still have peace. You may have more questions this morning than you've ever had in your life, but you can still have peace. You may not understand how you ended up where you are, but you can still have peace if you get your heart and your eyes fixed on Him. May I ask you one more time, are you living in His peace? I don't say this in a judgmental fashion at all, but I want you to hear me today. If you're not living in His peace, then you're living out of His will. Because in His will, there is perfect peace. I understand what spiritual warfare is. I understand what, but listen, through it all, I know what it is to sit down and know that there's a peace. So this morning, right now, every head bowed just for a moment, please. We have come to the most important time of this service this morning. Peace is available for you. But you have to decide, will I, will I set my heart and my mind on Him? That will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. You'd say, preacher, today, I don't have that peace that you're talking about this morning. That peace is absent, but I desire that peace in my life this morning. You'd say, you're... I've heard the word this morning and I I desire that peace to be part of my life. If that's you today, every head bowed, nobody really looking around this morning, would you just put your hand up and put it back down this morning? God bless you. God bless you. There's a peace that you can have today. going to ask you to help me this morning I want you to just gently lay your hand on the person beside you on their shoulder there's hands that went up all over this building today I want to pray with you and pray for you this morning and I want you to join with me as we pray say Lord I just pray that your peace would come to those that I have my hand up on today 
Dear Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your word that is forever settled. We thank you for salvation that has been granted to us through the shed blood at Calvary. But Lord, I also thank you that you are the Prince of Peace, that you are the one that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly what we could ever ask or think. And today, Father, there are those in this room that would simply say that, Lord, I need peace in my life. So Lord, today I pray that you would gently, ever so gently, just touch them right where they are this morning. Lord, I pray that your peace that passes all understanding would settle down upon them and let them feel it and experience it even now as they're fixing their mind on you, as they're turning towards you and saying, God, I'm asking you to give me that peace that that I've heard talked about this morning. Lord, I pray that it would be made alive in their spirit today. Lord, your word teaches us if we ask, we will receive. If we knock, it will be open. So today we're, we're knocking and we're asking and we're simply saying, Lord, let your peace come to every family, to every situation, to every individual. Lord, I pray that that which the enemy meant for evil would begin to be turned even now. For Lord, we put our faith and our trust in you. And today, Lord, we're speaking life over individuals and over families. We're speaking life over ministries today. And Lord, we're speaking the peace of God that passes all understanding. So today, Lord, on this cold winter morning, breathe on us with your peace. Let every stronghold be broken. Let every ally of the enemy be exposed. And let them know today that with you there is life and there is peace. So thank you now, Lord, for touching. Thank you now, Lord, for ministering. Thank you now, Lord, for equipping your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed this message and I hope it blessed you. And please check our description below. You'll find all of our social medias linked below. And as always, please subscribe so we can reach more people. As always, thanks for watching and I hope to see you soon.